Content Cube Episode 2. I'm Brian Woods. I'm Jake Mosher. And I'm Zach Hollenstein. Weirdly desolate week, this 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 fateful week for uh, content. Uh, but I at least watched Attack of the Clones, the second Star Wars film to come out, I believe it is. <laughs> I mean, nice. actually, actually, that's fifth Star Wars yes, film to come out. I don't wa- mean to out-nerd you there, Brian. I watched Star Wars 5 Episode 2. Uh, I was warned a lot going into this film. I watched it with Zach. This is arguably worse than Phantom Menace. And if you believe it's even in the same conversation, you're fucking wrong. This movie is Schindler's List next to Phantom Menace. I mean, I, you're looking at me. Do you want to rebuttal, Brian? I, I want to hear your take back because you watch it. Um, I went into watching Attack of the Clones with Brian. Uh, I think, I mean, I, I think there, there's evidence of it on the last episode. I thought Phantom Menace was better. I guess I just had that uh, thought in my head that preconception and uh watching it i was like i don't know what i was thinking this is just a better movie people think i talked to my brother about it because he was also the belief that phantom menace is better and he says uh like because you really it's hard to remember something from attack of the clones yeah. uh but, yeah but phantom menace literally everyone remembers pod racing and the darth maul lightsaber fight at the end so that's just why everyone assumes it was somewhat better than attack of the clones but as an overall movie like from beginning to end watchability it's definitely Attack of the Clones. Like, in, even in, like, just a pure entertaining because it's bad thing, like, I can look at Zach and, like, I can quote Anakin. It's like, everything here is so soft and smooth. And then I can touch Zach. But almost all the quotes of Phantom Menace I'm, like, about to do, I'm like, oh, right. Like, there's, like, a weird Chinese accent because, like, George has, like, a bone to pick. You know, like, like, all, like, I don't know why I made all the lizard men Chinese, but, like, I can't quote him. You're, you are, of course, referring to Newt Gunray, Newt the Gunray. Federation, uh, yes. who has some offensive accents uh, that some would argue uh, in <laughs> Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, and he will be also be in Revenge of the Sith, so you've been warned about that. As someone who hasn't seen either film recently, I did think Phantom Menace was better, but I guess we'll have to yeah, evaluate right. that soon. You look up the Darth Maul fight on YouTube, and it's cut together. It cuts out all the stuff where they're not doing anything. That they cut into that fight, and maybe it's good then. And I don't know, maybe you like the pod racing as a kid, but yippee. Frank Yippee, it's great. This is pod racing, great, great line when he kills all the scientists on that ship. It's awesome. Um, but in Attack of the Clones, like Obi Wan's diving out a window and it looks really cool. <laughs> and there's Attack of the Clones, not a good movie. But if I walked in, like Zach, if I lived in this house with you. And I walked in, and I saw that you were watching Phantom Menace. I'd be like, let me know when this is over. I'm out. And I'd walk away. If you guys were watching Attack of the Clones, I'd be like, I could passively watch this and not want to die. Does Attack of the Clones have cool March Parade music? No, not even close. There's nothing that good. The highs of Phantom Menace are perhaps <laughs> higher than any other cinematic piece of <laughs> but, anything. But the lows are too low. Yes. I, I just I didn't like Phantom Menace at all. Attack of the Clones, I'm like... Every fight scene goes too long. The movie's too long. Uh, this room is CG, even though it's like the, maybe the size of a of, of a it's bedroom. Like an office. They felt the need to fucking CGI a, an office set. Uh, did George sense, think CG looked more realistic? Looks like, <laughs> yeah. It looks like a PS2 game. Like there's literally nothing going on in that room that like it's like an office with a couple chairs in it. And it's CG. Aren't there a bunch of bug people in Attack of the Clones? Yeah, yeah. and there's like a whole yeah. like mosquito land. Something to kill. 
You know, something that Anna can just can just some grunts that we don't feel bad about. Yeah, yeah. That movie is a like five, maybe six. Phantom Menace is like two, maybe three. So after Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, how do you feel about going into Revenge of the Sith? I'm stoked. I'm stoked. I'm I'm like people. People are telling me Adam is like this is the greatest movie of all time. (laughs) Zach's roommate is greatest movie of all time arguable (laughs) i'm already arguing it there's no way uh you're correct but frankly as i continue down this path of uh self-destruction um of getting into a new fandom i'm uh i think i'm enjoying my time zach yeah. Oh, you're already enjoying it. Yeah, wow. okay, I think well, I am well, enjoying well, it. Well, I got some movies for you better it gets here. a lot better, honestly. Um, how was the rest of your week besides Attack of the Clones, Brian? Halloween happens. How was your Halloween? I don't remember. I don't think I did anything. We were together, Brian. We did E23 <laughs> together. You're right. No, and did... then we came here. We came to Zach's house. Oh my God, that was Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry we... if my party wasn't that memorable Dude, for you. Dude, no, like it was a blur. Like I we got played Smash I... Bros. Yeah, we, we lost a yeah. couple times. Yeah, we had a good time. Halloween was good, and then Zach had a party on Saturday, and his table broke. All right. Well, <laughs> how's your all, week, Zach? That's all out there now. How are you doing? Uh, I don't know if the listeners can tell, but uh, my voice, my voice is strained today. Uh, it's been an exhausting weekend. Um, and Sunday, the Sunday scaries are particularly scary today. So, <laughs> yeah, they are. They, I mean, spooky season is still in full swing with these Sunday scaries for me. Um, but yeah, party last night, a little get together at my humble house was fun. Table did break. Um, I wasn't there when it happened, so I, I can't really speak for the events that led up to it, but uh, the cleanup was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Anything else, Zach? You know, I can't really think of anything else specifically, Jake. How was your week? <laughs> my week my week was fine. Um, This weekend was fantastic. I went to... It's like some random city that has little to no people uh, near Lake of the Ozarks. My friend's uh, family has a house, and we went down there and just spent the weekend there. And it was nice to disconnect. There was no Wi-Fi. We went to, um, or we tried to go to, a place called Wieners and Cream. It's a hot dog place. Um, by That's the way, the, joke, the jokes never get old. The second we found out about the restaurant, we talked about it, and we did not stop. Oh my there are so many jokes, and they never end. We suggested a rename to Cream and Apostrophe Wieners instead. Um, but it was closed. So, and we were gonna, we went to the restaurant because they also have a mini golf place that basically is like if you went in your backyard and took like your spare wood and made mini golf. But instead we bought things from an antique shop and then we went bowling. And the bowling alley reminded me of like, uh, the Big Lebowski. It was giving me big vibes from that. Um, it was a really good weekend. It was, we all made food. We climbed hay bales. We went to a swamp. We, well, I didn't. Um, they had a pond. Yeah, exactly. The same swamp from Shrek. Um, there was a pond and it was like 30 degrees outside. Some of them went swimming in it. It's quite gross. They were quite cold, but it was fun to watch them. Fun, fun weekend, Jake. Yeah. You know, brother. You have some thoughts on Link's Awakening. Yeah. Remake. Um, I've been playing that. Uh, I got it for my birthday. Shout out to my aunt. Thanks, Aunt Pammy. Um, (laughs) it's fantastic. Um, 
I it's always fun listening to people be like, oh, it's fun playing this again. Don't quite know why they keep remaking games, but I'm glad they do because I never played that when I was five or whenever it came out on the Game Boy. Um, it's the perfect size for what I need right now in terms of <laughs> stop in terms of uh, during college with homework and stuff. I don't have time to play a 50 hour RPG, but I do have time for a 13 hour little toy looking game. It's yeah. fantastic. The the puzzles are they're not some of them are easy, but they're not like super hard, but they're enough challenge that I feel like, oh, yeah, I did something. Um, the, the I love the graphic style. It's quite cute. Um, and it it's been great because I played the last game I played before that was Control, which I enjoyed a lot, but I didn't finish my I didn't like get out of class and be like, oh, my goodness, that's all I want to do is play Control. But this is the first game in a while that like it's all I want to do is play Zelda. So I I it's it's hard for me to find games that makes me want to do that. And it's disappointing because I love video games, but I've kind of been fatigued lately. So yeah. it's nice to get back into it and be excited to play a game. How gaming fatigue? It's real. It's <laughs> it's real. You just but what did I play before Control? Oh, I so I had got Hitman Two. I had Sekiro, and like no matter how much I wanted to like those games, I couldn't get into them. I was playing Hitman. I was like, I feel like I'm doing nothing. Like I get that's kind of the game. There's not really an objective. There is kill the person, but like there's no overarching thing. At least I found the story to be quite dumb. <laughs> so it's dumb. Yeah, um, it's just the games. If it's not pulling me. I'd rather watch TV, go see a movie. I don't know. So it's been nice to get out of that. What about you? Ever have gaming fatigue, Zach or Brian? Zach, when was the last time you played a video game? <laughs> video game. Wow. Oh, wow. Let's just throw um, back to one of the old Content Cube episodes. Zach, we talked to Zach about playing video games, and he's like, nah. <laughs> Dude, I got... I, I like... I usually enjoy a good video game. Um... It's been a while since I've sat down and really played a story mode for a video game, and that's regrettable. I kind of subbed out my free time from video games to TV, so I made a lot of progress on a lot of shows the past year, which was uncharacteristic of me before that. Did you play Spider-Man? No, not yet. That's surprising. I was going to play God of War. It? Yeah, dude, I got to play God of War. Got to play Spider-Man. Got to play. I still got to play Arkham Knight, which is I definitely got to play because I love Batman and I love the Arkham games. Got to play Horizon Zero Dawn. The only video game I've beat, only story game I've beat in the past year is Uncharted 4. So not a good rate of video <laughs> game play. Uh, so I got to get that done. I want to replay Last of Us before the new one. Um, and yeah, I got my brothers talking to me about Horizon Zero Dawn and, and Far Cry games and all that. Uh, I just things I lie to their faces and say I'll get to. Uh, well, they're going to hear this. Um <laughs> I mean, I'll get to him. I'll get to him uh, eventually. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'll get back into it. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm definitely gonna try and play God of War three before I play the new God of War because I played the first two God of Wars and I want to like get the full Kratos story or whatever. You don't but, need to play three. But I kind of want to play. I don't want to skip. You, you know? gonna play Ascension? Full, well, that's or like uh, War of Sparta on PSP? <laughs> Man, I'll get the Spark notes. I'm good. Uh, yeah. So I'm. I mean, I still play video games, but not like story mode games. I just play like games I play with my roommates, like yeah. Star Wars Battlefront Two or Madden, like just things that we mess around and play. Uh, big EA guy over here. Big EA guy. Great for teen. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Brian? What have you been playing? I uh, Ill I badly decided to 
play Final Fantasy XIV again on Saturday. And I'm not going to get into it. And I'm not going to get into the plot deeply. Is this the... What's the name of the... It's the MMO. No, the, the DLC. What was the big expansion? I, just I'm not even there yet. I'm on oh. like the first expansion. It just goes on forever. <laughs> but I'm just going to talk to you. I'm not going to like explain the story beat. But they basically reveal to the player, not the main character, <laughs> that like, oh, this guy you haven't met, he's evil. And then you meet the guy. Then the character meets the guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, like I've been talking to these evil guys, but it's undercover. <laughs> and then later, they reveal to the player, it's like, he's evil. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys just like, you guys basically just re- like, we didn't like how we revealed he's evil. It's basically like, Jake, if today was your birthday, and I'm like, yo, dude, we have a surprise party later. And I'm like, no, just kidding. Not really. <laughs> and then you have it. And no. it just like, it just drove me crazy. I don't know. That's that's a weird way to I don't have the plot. I haven't played a lot of games lately, sadly. I played The Outer Worlds, but... um, Are you uh, excited for Walking Simulator Death Stranding? Oh, dude. With Norman Reedus... Mads Mil, Mil whatever Mads Mikkelsen, Mikkelsen uh, man Brian hit that that name smoothly Guillermo del Toro oh my goodness some tongue twisters over here Die Hardman Die Hard. was a character in that game Fragile uh, <laughs> that game I might hate it it could be my worst game of the year but I need to know you know what I mean Zach have you read anything about this game reviews came out past uh, this past Friday you of course you, read you walk for 40 hours and you have you have to control your balance you can't have too much cargo on your back naturally (laughs) you're just an amazon delivery man in that game and i'm very stoked i don't know if i'm really the target market (laughs) for that game i hope it sells well because i just want to see more stuff like that but i haven't had like a lot of time for video games or tv or really any hobbies that's school. I'm for taking you. less units next semester. <laughs> less units. <laughs> units. So How's the uh, Watchmen TV I'm, show that I have not watched? I so I have not been watching the Watchmen. Previously airing oh, well at done. <laughs> previously <laughs> airing at nine o'clock on Sundays was Succession on HBO. Fantastic show. So I was like, Oh wait, 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 Jake. Jake Mosher, you like Succession? I tweet about it a lot. If you watch Succession, please tweet at us. Just tell me you watch it. I just want to know I have other people with me. Um, so that was the previous Sunday slot, and it was everything I looked forward to every single week. So I I read the Watchmen comic up, and I hadn't read it before up until I read it the month before, and I was like, this is good. To be honest, didn't love the comic. I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, wow. I didn't like. I didn't love the structure of it. Um, and I didn't, they do a list weird thing where this dude's in a newspaper stand, talks to another dude reading a comic. I love that comic. Did not love that part. Oh, <laughs> I love those, that comic within a comic. I did, I was not Talking a fan about, of that. like, Tales of the Black Flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the pirate oh, guy. Man. Just goes on forever. It's yeah. revealed to you over the course of life. I love it. And I love the, the, the movie, the version of the movie where they incorporate, a, like, another yeah. half hour's worth of footage <laughs> of, like, Gerard Butler voicing that pirate from the comic. Oh, it's like a three God. and a half hour version of The Watchmen. <laughs> so, after, after that the exists? comic, I was like oh it's yeah it's on amazon prime i can't wait i will watch i will watch this tv show but i'm not super thrilled and the first episode was fantastic i'm second one was great as well regina king not a huge fan but i actually love her in this i think she's a great actress something about her just like she doesn't pull me to watch something i guess my goodness i guess that sounds like someone who didn't watch leftover season two i did not that's exactly what that sounds like (laughs) um but the show is great she's great i love the world that they chose to build off of that instead of doing what Good old, um, what's our director, our favorite? Zack Schneider, who just said, let me recreate the comic every single second of it. Um, 
we they like just said oh we're gonna take this world and do something completely separate i think the questions that they're asking and the way they're tying it to real world politics and themes are fantastic um it's the show i'm most excited to watch right now so i'm quite happy with it i like the pilot uh i didn't watch the second one yet third one airs tonight uh so i'll try and catch up if i i'm kind of surprised but i'll definitely watch it. i'm really excited I'm surprised at the amount of action they've had so far, because the comic has action in it, but that's definitely not the main driving force. It's mostly the characters. It's like mystery and shit. Yeah, so I'm shocked at the amount of like set pieces they've been able to have in two episodes, and I'm interested if they keep that up. Mostly interested to see good old Damon Lindelof. Um, he's building a lot of great questions, but they mean nothing if the ending sucks. So. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm a Damon Lindelof vet. <laughs> having watched the three seasons of the leftovers um i mean obviously i can't speak for this yet because i don't know how it's going to end i wouldn't hold out hope get all to get all of your questions answered i don't need uh, them all answered i just need a satisfying ending well he also did lost yes that's yeah that's i know <laughs> Which that's I've what heard, i'm referencing about. <laughs> yeah so but i mean i love leftovers so that's why i was really excited to see that he was doing this because I think tone-wise, it, it, it would be like a perfect match. So, I'm, I mean, I, like I said, I only watched the first episode, but I'm really excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Um, Mr. Robot, have either of you watched the show? Never. I watched the first episode, and he, like, he owned that pedophile. Yes, he did own that pedophile. <laughs> um, he owns a lot of pedophiles throughout the show. Just recently owned another pedophile. Um, it's fantastic. I don't... Everyone... Do you discount it because it was on USA? That's what no. everyone says to me. It's like, right. it was like, I, mean, I don't really watch shows on like like channels. Yeah, like exactly. That. We were talking about this. I mean, it's not that I assume they're bad or anything. I'm sure they're great. Uh, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, Breaking Bad was on AMC. That's cool. Uh, Cable TV is dying. It's just like I just know there are better things out there, so I'm gonna divert my attention towards those. Yeah, that's the thing. Mr. Robot is fantastic. It's it it's wild. I. I wish I mean, yeah, I man, I unrelated, just Rami Malik, man, he's just I think it's not even his fault, it's just how much people loved him from Bohemian Rhapsody, like pissed me off because I'm like he wasn't oh. he wasn't amazing. See, he's great on that show and he was good before Bohemian Rhapsody. It's the only show that actually so season one I would say is a nine, season two is a seven, season three is a nine. Let's see if you guys come up with this answer because I pose this to multiple people. Name a show that got worse and then got better. Because almost every show, once it gets worse, it never goes back to the heights of what it was. So like, wait, this show wait. got bad. I mean, I, I didn't want, I heard Dexter got, like, started out great, kind of slumped a bit, and then came back, was awesome. And then sucked and then, again. Well, and then sucked again. <laughs> Completely ate shit. So it kind of went up and down, up and down. Uh, like, yeah, I don't know. Hard to say. <laughs> Is it done, Mr. Robot? Is it done? It's on its last season. Four right. seasons. I heard Walking Dead's picking back up in the quality. Honestly. That is true. That I guess that did exists. slightly get better. It does. And it has three movies and two spinoff shows. I know. I thought I was going to be done with the show. And then I hear that there are like three, like like a yeah. trilogy of Rick Grimes movies. And I, lo- I loved Rick. Even when I didn't like the show anymore, I loved Rick. So I'm like, man, do I have to... <laughs> Well, they hyped him off to kill him off, and then they didn't, right? Well, they I don't just, think like, they had to kill him off. They just hyped him up as the last Rick Grimes Walking Dead episode, which technically it, it pretty much is. AMC like, should just rename their network to be the Walking Dead channel. They have like three spinoffs of the Walking. Dead. I don't know why. I, who did they? Who did they think are going to watch those? My uh, journalism teacher. Um, There's one, and that's it. 
it's almost it's weird because this never seemed to happen with tv or it really just seems to happen with the video game industry where you're built because it takes so long to develop you build something by the time it comes out it's too late yeah but it's like when walking dead was the most watched show they like started all this stuff and never thought like it's gonna decline and then it declined and they still continued with it all you guys bummed about the game of thrones prequel being canceled no i'm good <laughs> i mean we still got Lost one no sleep one that's already for sure and then another one that's still maybe right i mean the targaryen one uh is actually like confirmed happening because they're not even doing like the pilot system for it. they're like ordering like 10 straight episodes to be filmed and shot and stuff uh so that's actually actually happening not, I mean, I honestly thought the, the one that got canceled was actually actually happening. They had, like, a big-name star, Naomi Watts, and stuff to, like, lead in it. And then just that came out of nowhere that that, that uh, got dropped. Yeah, and also, like, uh, D&D. That's the oh, yeah. Well, yeah, they weren't involved with the new show. But yeah, I know. It was like about them, some on. Star Wars news yeah. about them. They got dropped from their trilogy that they were writing, supposedly about... Uh, like the origins of the Jedi, which is probably an interesting story to tell. But when I heard the news, I definitely wasn't devastated. Not, not saying that I assume that it would be bad, because obviously these guys still wrote like great seven seasons, and we have we just all have a grudge over season eight. Uh, but uh, I'm good without like a new Star Wars trilogy uh, for a while. Well, we're getting it with Ryan Johnson. Well, you know yeah. what? He's the fucking man. So <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I'm I'm amped for that one still. Like um, I don't. But no rush. You don't need to like. I don't need to get oversaturated with Star Wars content, especially when they have three shows coming out with Mandalorian, uh, the Rogue One, Cassian one, and then obviously the, the one that, all the prequel fans around the world have been clamoring oh, for yes. for years, the Obi Wan Kenobi show with Ewan McGregor. They got him for that. They got the him. Great. He said he's been in the works since got him. the movie got canceled. And they kind of just shifted over and he hasn't been able to say anything about it. What I was looking up, because I was trying to find it, you brought up the uh, House of the Dragon as the new spinoff show. Yeah. Based off a uh, book, Fire and Blood, which is like yes. a history of the Targaryen House of Westeros. My brother read it. He liked it a lot. So I know we've we've shit on D&D multiple times on this show. Um, but the writer for the new show, Ryan Condal, <laughs> previous writer of Hercules. Remember that movie? The Dwayne Johnson one? Yeah. Oh, man. Rampage. Oh, the other Drake Johnson, Johnson one, one. Okay. and Colony. I know. I think it was on TNT or TBS. Are you telling me that Dwayne Johnson is going to be in the new Game of Thrones? <laughs> today? Is that what you're leading up to? You couldn't I do wish. it. I, but can that's, you imagine that's our lead writer for the entire show. So my hopes are not high. But then again, Greg Craig Mazin wrote uh, Chernobyl, which was fantastic. I think George he, R. R. Martin is. He's helping. Yeah, he's yeah. also involved too. So that's like, say sure. you know, that that man might die soon. So. Oh man, he's getting healthier. We we, he's been keeping his fans updated. He's getting healthier, and the book is gonna come out next year. Those and videos then, of him at the gym, just working yeah. out, eating healthy. Man, they're reassuring. Bring him, <laughs> just just warm my heart. I don't mean to open old wounds, but what does it feel like knowing that the final season of Game of Thrones died for nothing? Because they're not even doing the Star Wars. Thing I saw anymore. that. Like, I oh, saw yeah, that. Like, like, that we talked everywhere about. Like I mean, it wasn't just us. Like everyone, like oh man, they ru- clearly rush this because they want to get work on their Star Wars films uh, and then now their Star Wars films don't exist is that so you're asking me how I feel about that yeah they just dropped it I don't I don't have a lot of positive feelings about that no Um, it hurts a little but I've also read other articles of all the other stuff that come out that they've said they would write half an episode and then pass it off to the other guy then he would write the second half that's not how you write things 
um they decided they just didn't like the magic part like, yeah. we don't like we don't like fantasy so it's gonna be about power and that's why all those threads sucked anything related to fantasy um yeah it's it's still it still hurts it still hurts game of thrones seasons one through seven still hit though how many times you watch that show oh man gonna expose me like this yeah right. i'm just um, curious I have probably watched Game of Thrones. I've never rewatched season eight, but seasons one through seven, I've probably watched like it, like like five times, honestly, five times probably at least for like seven. Dang. At least there are other times where I would catch up to like with other people up to like season four or five, wherever we were at the time, and watch those even more. But I've watched an insane amount of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I I don't. I don't know if I've rewatched a show all the way through again. Yeah, I'm a big new type, new stuff type of guy. Yeah, I'm an old stuff type of guy. Yeah, I'm a I mean, throwback. Yeah, my my um, you and I have talked about this a lot. My old movie knowledge is minimal. So like, I watch a lot of movies. So people, are like, oh, have you seen this? I'm like, if it's not past like 2012, most likely no. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're missing a lot of good. Ones I am. I am missing buddy. a lot of good movies. Hey, have you seen Jaws? Yes, I've seen that. I've seen right. like the big ones. <laughs> I've seen Ava- Avatar 2009. Yeah. So you do know the movie. Avatar? Yeah. All right. <laughs> we, we don't need to open up the Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5 can of worms right now. We have the water, the seed bearer, and the Turok rider. Here we come. Surprised you know all those names. <laughs> I've been asked multiple times for some reason. Man, we were... Last night, like while we were like warming up for the party, you know, we were. What, can you tell me what that looks like? What is warming, warming up? up? Well, you know, aerobic <laughs> exercises first. You don't want to pull anything, yeah. but um, we were blasting some music, and uh, I like I was on aux, and I put put on like, like we were listening like scary movie music for a while, and then just on my like movie music playlist, <laughs> it just shuffled to like an epic Game of Thrones, <laughs> like whole score. Was it um? What are the two good two ones? Two cellos. It was two cellos. Oh, okay. It was like Reigns of Castamere and like the main theme put yeah. together. And it was like, oh, that's cool. Like really epic. And then so like all of us kind of like just kind of like me and my roommate Jake and my other roommate Joel were just kind of sitting in there. And then like we just kind of put our head, like our face in our hands because they were so close. <laughs> they were just so close to something so great. <laughs> like, and then they just blew it. They blew it at the end. And it's so just disappointing. I mean, the wound isn't fresh anymore. You can, like, start to move on with your life. <laughs> but <laughs> it, looking back, it's still no less painful. Um, they, Yeah, it was so beautiful, and then they, they just crushed it. All right, I got to use the restroom, so let's take a break. Uh, desperately trying to keep Halloween alive as it is fleeting and it is now November. Uh, time to talk about our favorite spooky things. Scary things. <laughs> spooky, scary, all the same thing. Who wants to start? Uh, Jake, I think you want okay. I think you want to start. I do want to start. Um Haunting of Hill House I watched last year. I think it was my number three show of the year. I get spooked really easily. Not like 
to the point where like I'm never like, oh, I don't want to watch it, or I have to close my eyes. But like it, I, I get jump jumpy. Um, that show, I've never watched a scary show before. Having to deal with ten hours of just constant like terror and horror there was like always something i had seen on twitter before i watch the show it's like there's always ghosts in the background so i spent oh, like yeah. the entire yeah, show sure. looking in the background um i think episode eight has the best jump scare the, yes of any yes. because most jump scares you can anticipate it this one literally they're just talking they're in the middle of a conversation and something just it's terrifying um but beyond like just being spooky that show i think has um the care every character is great like all their performances are phenomenal for a tv show it's shot really well and does some pretty cool things um it's constant it's like consistently scary which i think is really hard to remain tension over 10 episodes um the like themes of mental illness are good um the dude mike flanagan's doing a second season he's just did doctor sleep oh yeah um I was really impressed by it. I wish we got more things like that. I think horror works really well for a TV show, but no one does it, and those who try don't usually do it very well. The only show I can think of is American Horror Story, and that's kind of gotten away from actually trying to be very scary. It's kind of more campy now, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I wish more people would jump into the realm of spooky stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, my girlfriend watched quite a bit of Haunting of House. We're going to watch more uh, Haunting of Haunting at or Haunting of? It's Haunting the Hill House. Haunting at Hill House. I think it's of Hill House. Yeah, it's of. Regardless, uh, I do want to watch more of that. I think I'm on like episode six. Yeah. Oh, man. It's episode five or six. They did like a one shot. Five and six are my favorite. 26 minute. Yeah. Like one shot. And I I watch a video. It's super cool. Like they had to move parts of the set next to each other so they could like move from like the funeral home to the mansion like naturally. It's a whole like one shot that goes between time periods too. Yeah. And it's while the family's like falling apart. It's great. I mean, I, to go back on what Jake said, because I watched it too, uh, that, that jump scare. I mean, people. I don't want to hear too much about it. People use the term like, "Oh, blah blah blah," jumped out of my seat, and they don't actually mean they jumped out of their seat. This was literally the only time in my life where I literally jumped out of like the couch I was sitting at. I knew it was coming, and I still. I didn't know it was coming. I had no clue. I I screamed. Uh, (laughs) That's rare for me. Like you know, like you know, we're like adults. We don't scream much. Like we might like like oh like something like that. Like I yelled. My dad called down to the basement, like, is everything okay? Like, it was legitimate. Like, I had never been so, sh- like, jumped from a jump scare. Uh, but, yeah, Hill House is great. Uh, really well acted and well written. What about, what about you, Brian? You got some spooky you'd like to you know talk what? about? I was thinking, I don't watch any horror. I don't play any horror, but that's wrong. Um, the Adult Swim, uh, like, those weird shorts they do, like, uh, unedited footage of a bear, and uh, this house has people in it. This house has people in it genuinely is like unnerving to watch. And I, I think it counts I think it counts as horror. Can you explain? Uh, I have no clue what that is. Have you seen like Too Many Cooks? Yes. It's basically they do that, where they just put this stuff out. I think it's like the same directors for all three. And I can't really like explain what they are, but man, unedited footage of a bear is just Is it I, actually unedited footage of a bear? bear no it just it starts off as that okay and then okay and then it eventually just cuts to something else like okay no it cuts to a spoilers for unedited foot unedited footage of a bear you're watching unedited footage of a bear and then it goes into a youtube ad like not really it just looks like a youtube ad then the ad just keeps going 
for like 15 minutes <laughs> and it's unskippable. It's very under. And then this has his people in it is a whole other. It's like 15 minutes and it's like unnerving. And then there's like a whole ARG thing you could like watch a YouTube video about. But okay, I might do, watch it later. Yeah, you should definitely watch. Like, uh, this has has people in it genuinely is like an unnerving thing that I watch. I, I like it a lot. Um, you know, I don't, I really don't watch a lot of horror. I don't know why. I, I watched Paranormal Activity 1 and 2 over the summer with my girlfriend. What did you think of that? Uh, the first one, just one of the most unlikable fucking guys in a movie <laughs> ever. That boyfriend, just absolutely insufferable in every scene. I don't mean like he's a stupid horror movie character. I just mean like you're a shitty boyfriend. Yeah. And just unsufferable. Uh, and then the second one, I thought the part where um the when the lady is possessed... Uh, I thought it was funny when she snapped the dude's neck. It, he it looked like he glitched out like a video game. Like she snaps his neck and he flies like three feet in the air for some reason. I, I, I no one remembers that, but it it really stuck out to me. Uh, those movies are um, they're fine, right? Uh, is that like the I genuine mean, consensus? I mean, you're at the peak of it. They definitely don't yeah. improve as yeah. the series goes along, from what I recall. Yeah, I always thought it was interesting how those movies it's just like yeah, we can make these for like. Ten thousand dollars, and they make like a billion dollars. I always thought that was really interesting. That's good business. Yeah, it's great business. Yeah, horror movies—they make too much money because they cost nothing. Yeah, and then I saw that like Paranormal Activity Five is like time travel or something. I'm like, this is <laughs> they going do get off wild. The rails. The ghost. I cannot wait. I'm excited to watch the rest of those. Zach, you have anything? Oh man, where to begin? Uh. I would say Cabin in the Woods again. Like I know this is like, like not relevant right now in the sense that it's nine years old, uh, so it's not like a new thing. But uh, I think it's honestly like the most. Have you guys seen it? No. Yes. My uh, friend on Little League Baseball did uh, just it described the entire plot to me over the course of two hours. Movie of tried to avoid it. How was that though? Just insufferable. <laughs> The, the description or the do you think the movie plot yeah, I'm sure cool? the movie's plot sounds nice I guess 2019 movie ready or not kind of reminds me of oh you know Cabin in the Woods you know, yeah it's definitely similar tone just slapstick gore yeah. almost yeah just kind of like having fun with how gross it is yeah. and how like great bad shit crazy it is <laughs> uh, it, yeah your next is another one like that you know it's all like it all comes back to like kind of like I think it kind of I don't want to say it started with this, but this is like the like the earliest movie I know of that kind of had that style. It's like Evil Dead, like that Sam Raimi movie uh, is so fun. Yeah, and the like, idea I watched that it, was... I watched it a few weeks ago with my uh, roommate Joel, and we were like, I had seen it once before when I was like like twelve or something mm-hmm. with my brothers, and it terrified me then. <laughs> and now it's like hilarious to me. Yeah, the idea that there's fun and laughs in horror, I think is is a good a good thing that people do that. I think Midsummer. Speaking of shitty boyfriends that are <laughs> that kind of get what what's coming to them, uh, Midsummer is uh is another one I recommend checking out. Uh, even though you probably will hate it, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, whoever you it. are, you might you probably will hate it. Uh, but it's definitely a movie you should see if you like movies. I like it a lot. <laughs> it's it's definitely presented as like a basic cult movie, which it is in some ways, but it also 
it has some extended sequences. When I saw it in theaters, the the crowd was laughing yes. more because they didn't know how to feel. Like right. they didn't they didn't quite know what they should be doing. I so was the laughing. Only way, yeah, the only way to mask the awkwardness was to laugh. I mean, he said Ari Aster, I think, uh, like said it was just a dark dark comedy. Yeah. So I mean, it fits. I mean, I. It's really I I can't picture someone seeing Midsummer and being like indifferent towards it. You either probably hate it or like love it. And I yeah. was leaning towards I, I I didn't know how I felt when I first saw it. I haven't seen it the second time since. I'm going too soon, I think. But uh, I think I'm leaning more towards like I love it. Just it's how crazy it gets. Uh, I admire that. Uh, definitely is not afraid to do things, which is I mean kind of rare in some movies these days. Uh, oh yeah, originality is hard to find so many spinoffs and reboots a movie like midsummer is just kind of uh it stands out more in like today so that's why i would recommend you watch it either way uh, i actually like we had to do a assignment in my film class where we like analyze a script and like get some questions about it like a real like a script for a real movie and i looked up midsummer script and the last I mean, it's kind of weird actually it's a two and a half hour movie but the script was like 110 pages uh, oh. which i mean that's for i don't know if people know how like page to time works but usually it's like a page a minute in like a screenplay like a minute is one page of a screenplay and this like was like 80 pages short of that uh Dang. yeah um but uh, the last line of the script uh in midsummer was like it's it's horrible and it's beautiful is literally like the last line of the script and i'm like well that kind of sums up the movie yeah yeah i mean horrible in like the best way like it's <laughs> It's like horrifyingly beautiful, I guess, is how I'd say it. So I guess, actually, I mean, I know I said Cabin in the Woods, but now I guess I got to transition it to Midsommar, didn't I? All right, go watch Midsommar. I uh, just realized there was a horror movie that came out that we never talked about, guys, because we weren't recording at the time. Crawl? Jesus is King IMAX? It, <laughs> it too. It Chapter 2. Oh, what did you man. guys think of that? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, I didn't like it. I'm going to say like that it? off the bat. I didn't like it. It's uh, fine. Thought everything was so played out. Everything, it's the same jump scare over and over again. Just a CGI version of something with sharp teeth yep. smiling at someone. Absolutely. That's really it. That's, Big, you know, that's all they could off. come up with for a two and a half hour movie for the scares. Um, not, I was not scared at all during the movie. Uh, I, I even in the first one. I know, I know, I know yeah. it's not supposed to be scary. But even in the first one had scenes that were scary. Um, this one really didn't have any, I didn't, and then, but okay, it's not scary. So what does it make up for? Is it funny? Not really. I didn't think it was that funny. Like, was it thrilling? No, not really. Kind of was my, it kind of drew my patience out. Didn't really keep me that engaged. Everything just felt very, just superficial and it kind of forced, it felt very forced at times. I would, uh, kind of, I know Brian brought this up to us a lot was that it does, the actors who play the kid versions nail like the little mannerisms of like the, the child actors like perfectly. Yeah, but that shit besides, was crazy. But besides that, I didn't really enjoy it that much. It's fine. It's a tedious. <laughs> it's a tedious runtime. It is extremely and, long. And not that I hold like a length against the movie if it's good. Like Wolf of Wall Street, oh, three yeah. hours, and I'll never bitch about its runtime because I think it's all great. If you justify your length, it doesn't matter how long your movie is. Like The Irishman, like the Scorsese one coming out, that's three we'll and see. a half hours. I saw a review that quote said, "If you make it like once you get through the first hour and a half, the next two hours is worth it." And I was like, "The hour and a half is a whole other movie. It could be watching." Are we committed to it? Are we <laughs> I, I, it? I plan to watch it. I, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna not watch it. Yeah. Got all Thanksgiving break to watch it. So, oh God. when's that coming out? 
like November twenty third or something. So literally, that's Mandalorian season, buddy. Yeah, I thought the Mandalorian was about Boba Fett, but it's just another one. It would be called Boba Fett Buster. <laughs> I, I mean, no, because Boba Fett's a Mandalorian. <laughs> it would be specifically, that Boba I, Fett Buster. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like. Never mind. Did I say this last week? Did I make like the Batman analogy? I don't think so. It's like if they made a TV show about a rich white man dressed as yeah. a bat who fights crime, but they just call it white guy. <laughs> like you guys are really doing a specific thing here well, with another property that you own. Well, yeah. Well, the point it also is takes place in a time where Boba Fett spoilers Brian is presumed dead. He could come back. Well, he could, but we're not going to assume. Yeah, you're does. right. You're right. It's but, just, it just seems yeah. weird to me. It's like, oh, you're I'll just... go on record right now and saying I bet he does. Yeah. yeah but... I bet he's in the show. Whatever. I'm sure that'll be. That's actually the most interested I've been in a Star Wars thing in a long time. The Mandalorian. I don't know. That's why. not hard to believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think you've been that interested in Star Wars. So <laughs> it's not saying a lot. Yeah. Uh, that show, it'll be interesting. It, I didn't think about this until recently. It's, uh, it's quality. I wonder how much it will affect episode nine. Because if that show isn't good and it just continues, like every episode is not good, that's like six bad pieces of Star Wars content and then the movie comes out. Yeah. Like, And the movie already does not have goodwill going into it after The Last Jedi. I like The Last Jedi, but... Zach loves it. Some people did not. So I I can't imagine that they would allow Mandalorian to not be good. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why they put it out before the movie because like... I guess maybe they, they want need... to build up goodwill, and that's how yeah, confident yeah. they are in the Mandalorian that it will build up goodwill among the the fan base of of people who don't like change. But... Yeah, they also just need to like launch it. I mean, like Lady and the Tramp, the movie is not. <laughs> or High School Musical, the show, the musical. I yeah, think that's I, what it's I could. I, yeah. I can't think of something I could give less of a shit about. Uh, <laughs> but. Then High I School mean, Musical, the show, I, but the then again, musical? I'm not, I guarantee you I'm not the target audience. The target audience is like probably like my like 25-year-old sister. Yeah. Who just will... Yeah, she'll just watch dumb shit like that. Uh, love her, though. I love you, Lydia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready to go into the recommendations rectangle yeah. or whatever the fuck we called it last year? <laughs> I think uh, we just called it recommendations, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, I feel like we had a shape. Rhombus? Was it rhombus? Was whatever. it the rectangle? <laughs> Can, you look, me, can you look me in the eye and tell me what a rhombus is, Jake? Is that common knowledge enough for you? Yeah, it's, what is a rhombus? it's kind of like a trapezoid, but it's got some other characteristics. All right, now that we've established that, can you tell me what a trapezoid is, Jake? A trapezoid is like a rectangle, but it's got some other characteristics. This uh, can go on forever. I'll come back to All you right. next week with the definitions of trapezoid maybe we'll put a shape in the podcast. I later. mean, the point of it, the point that I'm trying to make is I, can, I can't tell you at all what those look like All off right. the top of my head. Okay, gamers. My recommendation this week is a lot to of anticipation. Have a good one. Decompress. Maybe don't go out. Maybe don't even play video games. Just like, just chill out and hang out with people you like. Oh, I'm. I'm you know, going to ride off that others. one because that was like my recommendation. Fuck, that is just what you did this week. I yearned for it this week. I didn't actually. Do yeah, <laughs> I. My recommendation is related. Um. Force, not force, make yourself kind of do things that even if you're not super thrilled for them. I was iffy on going out this weekend because I had a lot of stuff to do. 
and I was like, I probably should just stay home and get work done. But thank God I went because I had an absolutely fantastic time and my life is 10 times better for that than staying home and doing homework. So yeah. go hang out with friends. Use the time you have wisely. Mm-hmm. Uh, my recommendation would be to be a degenerate and give in to your worst <laughs> habits. Fuck you, dude. I thought you said you were gonna I thought you said you were gonna recommend the king. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I did I did say that, didn't I? Uh The King is that Netflix movie that came out like a couple days ago, November first, I think it was. Uh Timothy Chalamet, Robert Pattinson, uh Joel Edgerton. Uh it's about King Henry the Fifth, I wanna say. A lot of Henry's and a lot of numbers for him. Uh I think it's that one, and I don't know how much of it is based in real life fact, but as a historical epic, it was definitely historical. Uh, <laughs> My favorite. A little less you. on the epic, but it was definitely good, very good, uh, fun to watch, um, interesting. Like Again, don't know how much of it is real, but um, Robert Pattinson and Timothy Chalamet are the future of, of American cinema. Uh Obviously, with Robert Pattinson being Batman and Timothy Chalamet just being like an indie darling already, and he's—they're just both really talented, so it's enjoyable to watch. Timothy Chalamet could be the star of Brian Show, White Guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> a Batman simile. Um, all right, follow the account on Twitter at content underscore cube. I've been Brian Woods. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jake W Mosier. Go listen to us on. All the services. Tell all your friends. I don't know, man. It's on services. Apple now, but yeah. there's something fucking wrong with the other services. Maybe it's on there. Maybe it's not. We're okay. Yeah, we're here just trying to get better. If you have any recommendations for anything, just DM us on Twitter. Um, yeah. Uh, send us questions so we can talk about them on the show. Yeah. Uh, DM again the Twitter account. That's uh, all yeah. I got. Yeah, I'm also here. Uh, my name is Zach Cohenstein, and my. Twitter is very similar to that. It's just Zach Holenstein1, and Zach is with a K. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. And, yeah. Be kind to others, folks. Have a good week. See you next time. Mwah. Zach, talk. Content cube. This is how I'm going to sound today. I'm sorry about it. This is not going to be a very easy on the ears listen uh, in terms of voice quality for me. Uh, It's going to be labored, but I'm going to get through. I'm going to get through like a crafty podcast vet that I am. Play through an injury for the team. So I wonder if Brian has enough of my audio. Yeah, I do. Sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm Brian Woods. Um... Still alive, still at it. Must be nice. Oh yes, it is. It's great, Jake. Hey, microphone. I'm feeling fantastic. Feeling wonderful. Ready to talk about content in this cube. All right.